What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're gonna stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Hockey fighters by day, crime fighters by night. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back with another quarantine edition of the Quack Attack. Who knows how long this is going to be, but um, appreciate you sticking with us. And we have not had one of our regular features in a couple weeks, I feel like. So let's check in with Kevin and his kin token investment, the cryptocurrency kin token. Kevin uh, bought roughly $300 worth back in December 2016. It was down to two something last time we checked. Kevin, do we have an update? Uh, yes, it, it had a pretty solid week. It's up 4.88%, uh, and the total the total value is $2.18. Oh, okay. So it went way down since we last checked it, and now is making a rebound. So I guess we'll Correct. take it. I guess we'll take it. Um, take that money to the bank. <laughs> yes. So we talked about- I have a quick the- question. Um, sorry. And so- No. Um, so ta- by the time our, our listeners are, are listening to this, taxes will have been due, although there is, of course, that uh, extension for most Americans. Kevin, when you're like doing your uh, taxes, I know there's like a question about like, uh, essentially, did you get any cryptocurrency income? Do you like answer yes to that? Or since I guess... I think uh, I would have to liquidate it in order for okay. that to be a question. Uh, so whenever so, you liquidate it at two dollars and ninety cents, you'll have to declare that. Well, I I guess I would declare a loss. Yeah. I I don't I don't really know. <laughs> Not really sure how the crypto stuff works with that. Well, that has been tax talk. Uh, I did my taxes earlier today, so I was like, oh, oh. did, did mine a few weeks ago. Yeah. Same. It was ahead of the curve, but I did owe taxes, which sucked. But anyway. Let's move on to the topic at hand here. So the Mighty Ducks cartoon on Disney Plus, we had talked before about um, doing episodes, not that they were widely available. So this will be our first episode. We are going to run through the first five episodes. I've watched them taking notes, and I'm going to explain to Tommy and Kevin the plot, or at least attempt to. And um, they will chime in and let me know how I'm doing. Um, we did touch on the first two episodes, the premiere, it's a part one and part two, the first face off way back a few years ago now. So I'm going to run through those quick. Do you guys remember anything about that episode? Uh, I remember the absurdity of it. I remember, uh, Jim Belushi was the coach. I want to say uh, that's about it and yeah. the names <laughs> I remember very little I remember being like what the fuck is going on here um, didn't they have some like pretty good names yeah so we'll get into that we'll get into Phil Palmfeather is the manager slash agent I guess he's not really a coach they don't have a coach 
Um, but let's get into the first phase. I'll put the link to our original episode in the show notes if you want to go deeper on this. So the first phase off part one, um, it's about obviously the mighty ducks are these anthropomorphic ducks who play hockey. Uh, so we start with them playing hockey. A police chief comes in to talk to Phil uh, Belushi there. Not Phil Belushi. Belushi voices Phil Palmfeather um, about these six hockey playing ducks who shows up show up out of nowhere. Phil goes to the station and then basically tells the story to this uh, Captain Claghorn guy. Um, and the backstory is that they were from this world. The ducks were from this world called Puck World, and this one duck. I guess I was going to say dude, but I guess it's a duck. Drake Duquesne. He saved Puck World from the Saurian overlords. But the last remaining Saurian overlord, Dragonus, came and re-enslaved Puck World. Um, So this hero duck, Canard, he finds the Drake Duquesne mask. And he's part of the Resistance, which is sort of like a rebel force against Draconis. And he recruits his bud. Wildwing Flashblade to join the resistance, and uh, he also gets Wildwing's brother Nosedive Flashblade, Flashblade, and then so we all sort of meet the rest of the crew at this point. So there's like Wildwing, who's the goalie, and he's just like the all-around good guy. There's Nosedive, the crazy like dude bro brother. Uh, there's Mallory McMallard, she's a commando and weapons specialist. There's Duke LaOrange, the most notorious jewel thief on Puck World. There's Tanya Vanderplock, science and tech expert. Uh, there's a little joke that she is so good she actually knew how to set a timer on the VCR, which uh, has not stood the test of time. And then there's Czech Grin Hardwig, who is like a strong guy, but also a hippie philosophical dude. So, who is their leader? Wild, so okay, we'll get into this. So, Canard is the leader, um, but Canard used the special mask that he got to find Dragonus's headquarters. They go in, try to shut down the computer, hijinks ensue, and they're trying to follow Dragonus through this interdimensional gateway. But Dragonus shoots an electromagnetic worm at the ship. And the ducks are like, we have to give it something to eat. So Canard decides it's going to be him. And he hands off the mask and then like leaps and lets the worm eat him. Um, and then they arrive through a gateway in Anaheim. So that that is essentially the first episode. So Wildwing becomes the leader after Canard sacrifices himself. Mm. And Classic writing. story. <laughs> classic story yeah so there's really three minions from dragonus there's like a dumpy dragon looking guy there's this chameleon who can change into things and then this ugly wizard guy who can appear and disappear uh, i did not bother to look up their like official names or anything but uh, chameleon is the name of the chameleon guy <laughs> nice um there's siege and the the main guy is Lord Dragonus, I guess. Yeah. Oh, he's a lord. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's official title. <laughs> yeah. 
um, are we following so far? Sure, kind of. <laughs> okay. So in the second one, uh, essentially what happened at the end of the first one, they arrive in Anaheim. The second one, we learn Dragonus's ship is also in Anaheim, but he has like a cloaking capability. So he's disguised as a mountain in Anaheim and he's trying to repair his ship and leaving the ducks behind. And then we cut to the ducks and wild wing delivers this great line. He says, we're stranded here. We don't even know where Dragonus is. We've got to play hockey to keep our edge. Cause that makes sense. <laughs> so they, you know, play hockey. They run into Phil who meets the ducks in front of the pond in Anaheim and says this will be his new team since his other team moved to New Jersey. Um, yeah, the Ducks play a game, they dominate, and they build their HQ underneath the pond in Anaheim, and they repair everything, and they go looking for Dragonis. Phil sees this as a marketing opportunity, says hockey players by day, crime fighters by night. Um, so in the middle of looking for Dragonis, they beat up a biker gang who had con- con- who had cornered a couple and stopped a bank heist, um, just sort of on the way, essentially. So, thanks to so the the assumption is that on their home planet they also play hockey. Yeah, so like everyone plays hockey. It seems on that home planet, like they like okay. skate around and stuff. Um. Did, um... So everyone who's not a duck or a uh, one of these reptilian folks is like a human. So Palm Feather's a human. Do they address the fact that there's these six feet tall ducks walking around? I mean, not really. So, th- like, again, Phil is explaining this to the captain, the police captain, who is concerned about these ducks who just showed up, but... It's not like when they're around in Anaheim, everyone's like, oh my God, what, what are these things? <laughs> um, yeah, so they, so Tanya creates a computer that looks for Dragonis, but they need the mask to spot him, to locate him through the cloaking device, because that's what the mask does. But Wildwing refuses to put it on um, because he's not cut out to be a leader. He feels like he's not cut out to be a leader he doesn't have a c <laughs> exactly he needs hans's c here um so they eventually do find him without the mask they land their ship on dragonus's go down there fight um and then Wildwing and dragonus end up getting into a fight but dragonus is kicking this dude's ass because he can disappear and turn invisible so Wildwing finally puts the mask on, um, and that flips the tide of the fight. Um, it, as they were fighting, Grin destroyed the crystals running the ship, so it's going to crash. They can't steer. So the ducks are like, we'll settle this later and escape, somehow escape their ship uh, to their ship. And Dragonus's sh- crew is going to crash, but at the last minute, they escape somehow by switching to auxiliary power and then they just turn into a building so the ducks are encouraged because they now have a leader in wild wing um and then 
Dragonus is hiding out, and this is sort of the end of Phil talking to the police captain, Captain Clayhorn, and he said, "Oh, they're so famous! Like it's going to be a ton of merchandising opportunities and even a cartoon show." So, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of breaking the fourth wall here. Yeah. All right, so that's the end of episode two. Any any questions? Are we still on track here? So there's like an overarching storyline and then like each episode has like, it deviates a little bit, but I guess there's a little bit about them trying to get Draconis or whatever. And each episode, is that how it's going? Yeah, so far. So through five, each episode is a battle with Dragonus and or Dragonus's crew. Um, so yeah, and they, but they're all sort of self-contained stories. It's not like you need to watch one to watch the next unless you want you know the extensive backstory of puck world and stuff like that all right anything else before we move to episode three no i'm i'm speechless (laughs) okay (laughs) okay so episode three is called dragon or a traitor among us it's called the traitor among us so Dragonus has now hidden his ship as a suburban house and he decides to look for a Proteus chip to turn his cannon into the most powerful weapon he's ever seen. So he has abandoned this whole escape strategy and is now looking to destroy, I guess, the Anaheim, the world, the country. It's unclear, but... Um, for some reason, this mass that Wildwing has can see the Proteus chip. Um, so Dragonus says he's going to Puck World. That is the sentence in my notes, and I don't know how those two relate, but uh, we're just going to go for it. So, uh, yeah, Dragonus is going to go to Puck World. Oh, I see. Okay, so this mass, so Dragonus doesn't know where to find this Proteus chip. But he thinks if he goes to Puck World, that will help him. Uh, but the mask can see it. He knows the mask can see it. So, meanwhile, the Ducks are playing hockey. They're playing the Macaroons, which I thought was a good name. Um, no, who are the Macaroons? Like a, they are humans. A local team? Yeah, they're humans. They're another team. It's unclear whether they're like from another city, state, or just like uh, an adult league team. Uh, it's unclear what level the Ducks play at, but they are the best. Um, and I don't know if they... I think they have... The scoreboard has indicated that they've been scored on, but um, for the most part, they do the scoring. So after the game, Tanya is like lagging behind, and this other duck, so another anthropomorphic duck, and she is not part of this six mighty ducks. She ties up Tanya and he just goes to the hideout. Uh, Tanya knows who she is, a a duck named Lucretia Ducoy. Lucretia Ducoy. Yes. Um, So apparently she's super hot because all the dudes are trying to bang her. Um, Wait, the, 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 the duck dudes or the human dudes? The duck dudes, but Phil is also in for, in for her. Wait, is this a human spy? No, or this a is a duck spy. So this is an anthropomorphic duck. Okay, it's still a duck, and this the, the fat manager human man like 
is finding this duck attractive. Yeah, at at one point he like says how like hot she is, and he says, "And I'm not even a duck." So, um, yeah. So they don't ask any questions about how this anthropomorphic duck got through the wormhole. And don't make the connection that she's like part of Puck World or anything like that. So they, they don't think ask... she's just another duck walking around Anaheim. <laughs> exactly. They don't ask many questions. So um, the nosedive and Duke are really the two that are trying to bang her the most. Um, so they just let Lucretia in. The whole team just let Lucretia in to look at everything and into the hideout. And she directs them to the place. Dragonus wants them to go and leads them into a Dragonus trap of the minions. But Lucretia helps them beat up the minions, so it earns their trust. So Wildwing at this point finally uses the mask and finds an energy pattern he's never seen before. Um, And that seems to indicate the Proteus chip is there. Um, any, Any questions before we move on? I think naming characters on like a essentially uh like a ten year old's cartoon show would probably be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean you can tell that they started running out of duck puns. Like some of them are just like not even really puns, like Yeah. They're definitely like Czech Grin Hardwig, I get or Hardwing. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lucretia Ducoy, I guess, like, I guess, Duckoy, like, yeah. Duck, I guess. Yeah. So, anyway, so Grin, they go to the where they're seeing the energy pattern, and Grin dest- destroys the entire mountain. Um, and they find a spaceship inside a temple, which was inside the mountain. And inside, <laughs> so there's a mountain, and then Grin destroys him with one punch, which begs the question of why he has so much trouble with these minions. But he destroys the mountain, and inside, like, that mountain, there's a temple. Okay? And then inside that temple is a spaceship. And then inside that spaceship, which has, like, been abandoned, I guess, is the Proteus trip. So they get the Proteus trip. They all go back to the hideout. Lucretia says she's going off to bed and uses a voice manipulator um, to sound like Tanya. And she, Tanya says she's at Electric World, which isn't really explained, but I guess we're made to assume it's like engine parts or something because she's very technical um, and mechanical. Oh, she's like at Radio Shack or something? Yeah, I guess so. So... Lucretia tells them to go off and get something out of the engine. For some reason, everybody goes. Um, Lucretia then steals the Proteus chip and just teleports to Dragonus. So they come back. Lucretia is back now. And she admits she took it to Dragonus. She said she did it because he kidnapped her parents on Puck World. So... She makes a deal with the ducks. The ducks say they will rescue her parents um, after they get the Proteus chip. She's got to help out. So um, I would think, why wouldn't she just say that before? And then we'd have to go, we wouldn't have to get this Proteus chip at all. We could just save the parents. But anyway, um, Phil eventually finds Tanya. She is electromagnetically tied to the scoreboard and he frees her. 
So Lucretia leads the ducks to Dragonius's hideout, but then turns on them uh, and dumps them into a giant container, thanks to a classic trap door move. So the floor fell out. They fell into a container, and then she turned on water to uh, drown the ducks, I guess. Wait, why would that work? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I guess ducks can still drown, but... Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. They can also swim. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Tanya eventually somehow figures out the exact location, comes and shoots the container, freeing the ducks with um, like a sort of laser beam, I guess, type deal, sort of Star Wars-esque gun. Um, and then she reveals that she knows that this is Lucretia Decoy, not Wanda, whatever her name was at the beginning. Um, and that Lucretia is the worst traitor on Duck World. Um, she was Dragonis's spy and nearly wiped out the resistance. So Wildwing picks right now to tell the group that the chip he has... Uh, the chip that Dragonis has is not a real wait, is not a real chip. Um, it's a chip from a freeze puck, which I, I, I don't know what that is. I have no idea. Um, so Lucretia, they plant the the real chip on Lucretia. Dragonis finds it and sends Lucretia into interdimensional limbo because. She gave him the wrong chip, essentially. So, um, very risky move to plant it on the enemy. But I guess Wildwing knew what he was doing. Um, this there was no foreshadowing of this at all. It just popped up right at the end of the episode about Wildwing's switcheroo. Um, yeah. So just so Dragonus has the real chip, and just as Dragonus is about to use the chip, the ducks rush in. Wildwing shoots it out of his hand. Uh, they apprehend Dragonus and his minions, but Dragonus's team threaten really a mass suicide slash homicide because they are in the headquarters of a munitions depot. So the ducks say, okay, we'll let you go if you don't blow it up. So they let him go. Dragonus blows it up anyway. The ducks barely escape. But that is the end of uh, episode three. So what does the chip do? The chip was to create, like, to soup up his cannon to make the, like, the most powerful weapon of all time. Um, yeah, so it was very risky to give it to Draconis, um, but I guess they had the timing right. So we go to episode four now, unless there's any other questions. None here. <laughs> okay. Um, just initial thoughts, I guess. We should we should take the time to get your initial thoughts through three episodes here. I I mean, it's like just all over the place. Like I'll I'll kind of defer to, to Tommy's judgment because he's more of the sci-fi guy. Um, but uh, yeah, this is just like all over the place. No 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 real consistent thread. Thomas, any thoughts? Yeah, it it seems very like it's just are they like, like this building would be hard, up to something or like this would be hard to... for a kid to follow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think and they're it, they're counting on like not 
watching every episode. I think you're supposed to come in, see an episode every now and then, and know sort of the general idea. Uh, but the, yeah, there's no real through thread other than Dragonus and the ducks doing battle. Yeah, it's it's like, do they just make this show to sell some toys? And is that kind of what the 90s were about? Every cartoon was just about selling toys or something? I, think I, I feel so. like I, I, I think I owned some of these toys. Yeah. I will say that. I mean, they were good looking toys. Like they were cool looking. They're cool looking characters. Um, yeah, just the the story is not um, coherent, really. But like, I, I'm just imagining like a, a parent watching this with their kid and being like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we moved to episode four, which is called Zap Attack, which is, which I actually thought was the best episode um, hmm. of of the five. So we start. With Nov's dive watching TV. And you don't need to give us as full of a play-by-play as you have been. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's good feedback. Um, so anyway, Nose dive's watching TV, and there's um, some news story about Den- Denton P. Huggerson. Huggerman, sorry. Noted physicist. He went into hiding. Tanya says he knows this guy. So... Wait, wait. The- so Tanya... Somehow knows this, this random physicist, physicist who went into who's a hiding. human. Correct, correct. That is a great point. Um, she somehow knows him, uh, despite her. We would assume living her entire life on Puck World. Um, so let's go. So from there, the ducks get a notification. There's been a break in at Orbital Industries, and it's Dragonus's crew. Um, they Dragonus's crew eventually teleports away before the ducks can really get there, but they forget their communicator. Um, at the same time, for some reason, this whole episode, the chameleon is just old timey comedians. He's like Rodney Dangerfield at one point, And then he's like the three stooges. He's doing three stooges bits and that kind of stuff. Not explained at all, but we move on. So, Dragonus eventually ends releases this little energy creature, um, which crawls through the duck's phone and destroys the scoreboard while the ducks are playing. Um, this creature then goes back to the duck's lair and destroys everything. When you shoot it, it actually just spill, spits out a clone of itself. So you can't really kill it. So... They do that a couple times, and then these energy creatures run off into the streets of Anaheim, and they're like, oh, what should we do? Well, Denton P. Huggerman would know. So Tanya and Grimm know where Huggerman is hiding on this secret island, apparently, so they go off. Um, and Grant, again, destroying buildings, but he struggles with the minions. The ducks go to the comic book bookstore and get squirt guns for some reason. I didn't know uh, that the comic book store was the place to do it. Um, Huggerman essentially doesn't want to help because, because humans have misused his event inventions before. And Huggerman then, is a human clarifying once again. Yes. Huggerman is a human. Grin essentially threatens to beat him up. And then Huggerman says, we'll help. He'll help. Um, so, uh, a rocket blasts off, and this will somehow give Dragonus access to the world's space shield. 
So the Ducks have to figure out how to stop that. Um, Obviously. Yes. Yeah. Need so, that World Space Shield. <laughs> yes. So the, the, like the ozone layer? Unclear. Maybe. Let's go with that. We'll just call it the ozone layer. Um, so the Ducks figured out that they can shoot water at the things, but they eventually run out of water. Um, Huggerman seemingly teleports to where the other ducks are. Um, and he puts in a mag, an energy magnet and it sucks up all the, all the energy creatures, but it turned them into one giant energy creature. So they go, um, you know, fight and start to think about what to do. Um, Dragonus. Okay. So Dragonus eventually gets access through this rocket to the space shield and the space shield can shoot loose laser beams down to destroy things, I guess. But he, so he shoots, he, he does it and he somehow misses, he somehow misses Anaheim and there's nothing next to Anaheim. So it's just, he shoots an empty field. Um, that gives the ducks time. Wait, wait, so there's no explanation for this guy missing. Just like, he doesn't like, like no. no one like knocked his arm at the last second. He just misses. No, he just didn't calculate right. Apparently. Lucky for the ducks. <laughs> yes. Very lucky. So that gives the ducks time to tune a satellite dish and they are able to draw the monster in with this energy magnet and then beam him up thanks to the satellite dish and they completely destroy the space shield. Nobody really cares about that because it, I guess, because it stopped the laser beams from shooting again. Um, and then that's sort of the end of the episode. Huggerman says thanks and then then literally says, gotta go, goodbye. And at the end, there's one energy creature left and he they send it through the communicator to Dragonus' ship and he wreaks havoc and that's how it fade out. Ha ha ha. Um, yeah, so we're almost done through five here. So episode five is called Fill in the Blank. And in this one... P-H-I-L, I hope. Yes, P-H-I-L. And in this one, the chameleon is just like a hippie stoner dude for some reason. Again, no explanation. So in this one, Dragonus is looking for crystals for his engine. And he wants to steal the crystals from this other rockets engine that are being that's being launched but he knows the ducks are on him so he has the wizard guy um basically put some mind control stuff on phil and he also puts a bug on phil so he, they can listen and phil through some hijinks phil gets the ducks to make these public appearances that they've been rejecting um so one of them is on a snowy mountain hawking gear for a tv show um dragonus's crew starts an avalanche the ducks dodge the avalanche but wild wing sees the crew and knows something's up but he was on a hang he was hang gliding for some reason everyone else was on the mountain he was hang gliding he ran into the mountain got hurt so he can't tell the ducks that dragonus's crew is up to something so the chameleon dresses like a nasa worker and programs the rocket to be remote controlled by Dragonus. Um, 
and then through some hijinks, the Ducks, instead of going to a school fundraiser, the Ducks end up at a bar with where Dragonus has these. Those are very different. (laughs) Yes. They were going to go to a school fundraiser? Yes, and the wizard guy told Phil that the next appearance was a change of location. It's like the guy who wrote this was just like, oh, man, I got to go to the school fundraiser. What would I rather be doing? I'd rather be at a bar. That's <laughs> sounds like something, sounds like something I would do. <laughs> it's, it's like I figured like if they put the three of us in a room and said, hey, we're going to turn whatever into a show, just come up with 26 episodes and just like go with it. It's like turning a, a hit movie into a show of some sort. It's like, I don't know. We'll we'll come back to that, but it seems like a very like like this stuff seems hard to come up with. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, like they overthought like what they needed to do. Yeah, I guess if you make it just kind of so outrageous, it's a little bit easier in a way. And it's just like, look, take it for what it's worth. This is just a like it's fun because I mean you're competing against all these other shows that probably have very similar like premises, like. Immediately, I'm thinking of like Street Sharks, and it's like, okay, well, they probably have. Figures. Oh yeah, I like Street Sharks a yeah. lot. Like they probably have a lot of things like in common in terms of like the plots that they have to try to get like get through. And it's like these are supposed to be funny as well, so you got to come up with funny situations. Yeah. Um. So they go to this bar. Tanya Nosedive are not there because No Dive is hurt. And Tanya's taking care of him. So the Ducks fight. They win. Nosedive wakes up, tells Tanya about Dragonus trying to steal the rocket. Um, while when, Nosedive is immediately fine at this point. So him and Tanya go by themselves right away to the rocket. Um, the Ducks eventually figure out Phil is setting them up uh, when he starts destroying the ship. So he destroys the Duck ship, but they have a special car, which comes out of the ship so it doesn't really matter um they find the bug in phil's pocket and destroy it so they go to the rocket facility feel phil sees the chameleon turn into a general and start directing the nasa people about what to do but somehow the ducks can't get in the facility but phil walks right in ends up beating up the general until he turns back into the chameleon the ducks event inexplicably show up a few seconds later um, the rocket takes off, but Nosedive and Tanya are in the rocket somehow. Wildwing takes a quote-unquote prototype jet and um, basically takes down the rocket. Or sorry, he takes he takes down the he's sort of following it to delay it. Tanya cuts the remote control device to limit the to eliminate Dragonus's control on this rocket. So. Um, the rocket's now flying with no direction. Nosedive and Tanya jump. Wildwing catches them in the cockpit of his ship. So impressive. Uh, just accuracy there. And then the episode le- ends with the ducks trapping Phil in a secret room. The wizard guy calls and does the mind control trick on Phil again, but it doesn't work for some reason. Never explained, but that's how the episode ends. And um, we are through five episodes now, and that only took like half an hour. So, question. Sure. 
Did your wife partake in watching these with <laughs> no. you? No. Second question. Did your newborn baby no. partake in watching them with you? No, I'm not sure this is one that she's going to want to watch. <laughs> but um, yeah, overall it's okay. Like the the Zap Attack episode or whatever was like that had some interesting premises. There was a little educational. They started talking about frequency and like beaming stuff up and how that works. Um, but the other ones are um, they're you're just sitting there like what is happening for most of the part. But I think that's partly because I'm trying I'm taking notes and trying to like understand this. I feel like it would be good if it was just on the, in the background. But, so we need to get like someone who was involved with this show on the pod. So we great... can just pepper them with questions about how this came about and when you're creating this world what are you trying to do and like this is what they published you know what were their <laughs> first drafts like yeah that's a great point and i wonder like what the direction was to start because as we've said i think this was about selling merch and action figures and all that kind of stuff so they're like okay the mighty ducks did they tell them to create anthropomorphic ducks or did they just say, create a Mighty Ducks cartoon? I, I wonder if it was like, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, go off and do this. And then they came back with this and they were like, what the fuck is it? But they had to like put it on air because like they'd already planned to do it. Someone yeah. said, yeah, make a Mighty Ducks cartoon and like thinking they're going to make it with like Charlie and Banksy and all them. And they come back. It's like, what? Yeah. Uh, uh, Mike, another question. Sure. Have you have you been able to glean a possible drinking game out of the show? Oh, good question. Um, I think we could do it. I think you could. There's enough. Like nosedive has some stuff. Just anytime the ducks are playing hockey, um, scores a goal, that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's definitely stuff in nosedive. Anytime you put, yeah, anytime we have the mask go on. It's like a finish your drink. There's definitely a way to do this. I think we need to hash it out a little bit, but we could definitely do it. Um, That's encouraging. Yes. Um, so I think we're all on the same page here through five episodes. Any any questions? This, any anything I need to clear up? This uh, like watching this kind of reminds me of uh, whenever I used to make Tommy and the rest of our friends watch like Power Rangers in college. <laughs> Because 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 nobody could decide on what movie to watch on Netflix, so I was I always throw that on Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is a bit of a bit of work to get through, um, but again, maybe that's just because I'm taking notes and trying to figure this out and like an intellectual level, and that was not the intention. But um, maybe I'll try to listen to some of these episodes while we're in quarantine, while I'm doing work or something. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, if the Quaglites have any thoughts or if they disagree with us, let us know. Um, we do have an audio quack question that is that is sort of a crossover between the Mighty Ducks and the cartoon. So this is coming from Jared Beasley. This was sent a while ago, but I've been saving it for our episode with the Mighty Ducks. So let's take a short break and then we'll come back with the quack question. We are back, and as I teased before, we have an audio quack question 
from Jared Beasley. So you ask us questions on Facebook, Twitter, through email. We pick the best ones, try to answer them. You can also ask your questions through the voicemail link. We like the voicemail quack questions. So there's a link in the show notes to record your voice message and send it to us. So here is the quack question. Is Jared Beasley our current, our reigning uh, quack attack or uh, quack question of the year champion? Um, I, no. I can't recall. I can't remember who won. We had Stevie Yanks and then somebody beat Stevie. I'm going to have to go look it up. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll be, I'll have that up answer for you probably after this question finishes. So here is the quack question from Jared. Hey guys, Jared here. I'm not sure what happened with my last voicemail, um, but I'm trying to submit a quack question for whenever you finally start going through the animated TV series. My quack question is, which six ducks would you put up against the six animated ducks, and who would win in a straight six-on-six game, and how would that game go? Thanks. There you go. By the way, quack question of your winner, of course, Highway Hodge. Ah, Yes. Yes. Um, so six ducks to fight, or I guess to play these anthropomorphic ducks in a hockey game. Um, obviously, goalie, I think, is pretty easy. I, w- I would go Julie. But any thoughts on the other five? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you go Banks, Charlie. Yeah, you uh, just pick the best players. Yeah. You need and a you need Portman, enforcers on this yeah. team. You you've got to be able to rough up these ducks because I feel like they just beat the shit out of everyone. So Fulton Portman, you need them both. I think Julie yeah. Banks, Charlie. Um, yeah. I don't know who's who's your last one there. May, I'm gonna throw this out there. Maybe Ken Wu because maybe he could be so quick and elusive Ooh. that mm. kind of throws them off their game. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anybody. Anybody that can that can rattle the duck somehow, but the maybe maybe Goldberg because he might try to eat them. Oh, interesting. So yeah, I mean it's tough because everything you see from the anthropomorphic ducks, like they they have no weaknesses. So it's like, how do you beat a team with no weaknesses? I do like the enforcer aspect. Um, Goldberg trying to eat them would be interesting. Um, I, I don't think it'd work. I mean, he'd have to get to them before the game. Yeah, that's true. Maybe if, if they told the 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 alien ducks that Julie the cat is like actually part cat, maybe they'd be afraid of her. Oh. Like cats, mm. they're not like enemies with ducks, but I can imagine cats have caught and probably... Kind of a Sylvester, and, Sylvester and Tweety Bird situation. <laughs> nice. Oh, exactly. Yeah. All right. So I like that. So we got Julie. Uh, yeah, I do think you have Fulton and Portman as your defensemen. Banks just for the skill. Um, Charlie. Charlie, you could put out there. The last one, I mean, do you have Russ? Do you just try to play mind games with them and you have Russ out there? I think Russ is too much of a liability on defense. Or, hey, let me throw out another option. Okay. Um, uh, Dwayne, because oh. he probably has a gun and he's been duck hunting before. Oh, mm. that's good. 
That's good. I think you need Dwayne on this team. I think Dwayne would be the least sort of confused by the players. <laughs> like he either wouldn't like I don't think he would care as much as uh, a regular human would care that they're playing. Like he'd go to home. shake their hands after the game and be like, "Whoa, did you see what they look like?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Dwayne's the way to go. I don't think we give Dwayne enough uh, credit sometimes, just because uh, he is the best puck handler Hendricks has ever seen. That's true. Or Tibbles. That is true. And now that you bring it up, that's a good point. I mean, you're going to probably want to play a possession game. You don't want these Ducks to have the puck because they're going to score. So him, Banks, Charlie, Fulton, Portman, all all decent puck handlers. So I think that's your five with Julie in the net. Um, I think the second part of the question was, how does this game go? I don't think the ducks have the regular ducks the human ducks have any sort of chance but is there any disagreement uh yeah i mean i, I think the, the only yeah the only option is if Dwayne brings his gun and and uh <laughs> hunts all the ducks yeah yeah i mean even a lasso i don't think would work that would just temporarily slow them down so yeah i would say I mean, do we get into Hawks District 5 territory? Are we talking 17 to 1? Like, do we have a score in mind here? Assuming, let's assume youth hockey rules, 12-minute periods. I, I don't know, 10, 10, 1. I think, I think the human ducks at least get one. Tommy? Yeah, like maybe they get a like get a good power play or something like Fulton squeaks one through. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it depends on how good their, the alien ducks goalie is. If like, I think maybe he lets in one and it's like a third period meaningless goal, or maybe like the, the alien ducks go up five, nothing right off the bat and then allows a soft goal or something. And then they just continue to step on their neck and it's 10, one at the end of two. Yeah, and then they just drag it out in the third. I like that. Yeah, I think Wild Wing is their goalie. Um, he does seem to be a bit of a head case, so I think, yeah, he could lose some focus there. So, um, yeah, 10 one's fine. So there is the question. Um, thanks for listening. We'll come back, I guess, with the next five. Might uh, Do you think five is too much? Should we break this down more, or should I? should we do more episodes at once? I I uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to watch them maybe. Okay. I think you can do five, but maybe it's got to be a little bit less um, detail oriented. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to. It's tough to explain everything to where it makes like partial enough sense to like keep a coherent story going without going into all these details. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely work in cutting it down. Um, if the Quack Lights have any suggestions, let me know. And with that, go to thequacktech.com. Contact us at quacktechpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quacktechpod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us your favorite anthropomorphic duck. Go to the shop. We got, we're on sale right now. 15% off everything in the shop. On sale. So get your gear get the tanks get those tees get everything you need for summer beach towels 
And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Quack a dick is back, Jack. Oh, yeah.